1 John chapter 3, verse 23 and 24. And we read there in 1 John 3, 23, And this is his, is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him, and he in him. And by this we know that he abideth in us by the spirit he hath given us. And let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your precious word. And uh, Lord, where would, be, where would we be? What would we know without knowing the word? And Lord, there are multitudes out there that don't know the word, don't even want to know the word. And I pray, Lord, that we might be very thankful that we have it and might we be able to and have an opportunity to share it. I pray that you'd be with each one as we hear your word and as we pray together in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so we've been looking at, looking at the confidence from love, confidence of provision or possession of the truth, confidence in prayer to God, and now tonight confidence in position, our position in Christ. 23 and 24 and John spells out what is involved in keeping his commandments so we have an answer to the prayer that we talked about last week we considered prayer last week so confidence of our position in Christ our position in Christ comes with faith as it says in the first part of verse 23 and this is his commandment that we should believe faith on the name of the son of God should believe. <laughs> you know what it is? It's a commandment. <laughs> His commandment that we should believe. So what do you do with commandments? Oh. Yep, obey them. Obey. And that's what it says twice in other New Testament references. Obey the gospel. It's a command to obey that we have eternal life. Um it, but it's by faith, isn't it, that we, we do obey and believe. Faith is the first step. Obey the gospel, 2 Thessalonians 1.8. The first step a sinner must take. And um, <clears throat> if we go to the book of Hebrews, just back a little and see this. Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 1, we'll just go back to verse eight, uh, 38 of the other, that's chapter 10. And the just shall live by faith. Believe, believe. And if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. That goes with the rest of the chapter there, drawing back. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things that do appear. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? We get so used to things, substances, touch, we can see. But they're all made of things that do not appear. It's incredible how God does those things. <laughs> Um, by faith we believe that you know the unsaved person says show me and I'll believe and we say well believe and God will show you 
from his word as he opens your eyes by the spirit of God and we see the truths of God's word and we are blessed that's faith isn't it and just over in verse 6 of chapter 11 without faith it is impossible to please him to please who God he that cometh to God must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him isn't that simple enough I mean an unsaved person on the street, if you read something like that to him, even in the King James, I think, okay, I get it, intellectually. And uh, he's a rewarder of those. There's a lot of everything you could pull words out and say, praise the Lord for that, praise the Lord for that, and this and the other, as you look at it. Chapter 4 and verse 2, chapter 4 and verse 2, this is of Hebrews again, it says there, for unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them, those that believe and those that don't believe. But the word preached did not profit them. Why didn't it profit the people to whom it was preached? Because they did not believe, not being mixed with faith. You've got to have the word, but it's got to be mixed with faith, does it not? So that you have eternal life. And Jesus has warned in these last days that in Luke 18, 8, shall he find faith when he comes? Shall he find people of faith? Shall he find people who believe in this world when he comes? When he comes to Noah's generation, though the preacher of righteousness was there, there wasn't a whole lot of people with faith. But there were a few. And praise God that there are still a lot more today than there was then. That he will find faith. And then in that section that we use in presenting the gospel in Romans 10, verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and, what's the other one? Believe in your heart, faith exercised, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And he is talking to Jewish people here in this section, but it's for all of us, isn't it? It goes in the context well. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, believeth, again, faith, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Do you believe? You know, have you confessed? Have you faith mixed with the word that's changed your life, changed your destiny, changed your eternity? I pray that it has happened. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between Jew and Greek. The same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him, and whosoever shall call. And so our position in Christ commences with faith. We must believe. To believe his name, it says in that verse, in First John chapter 3 and verse 20, 23, and this is a commandment that we should believe on the name of his Son. Should I still Brother McConnell's message for the Sunday morning? <laughs> no. <laughs> but we need to believe on his name and that's going to be the sermon for Sunday morning. Um, <clears throat> his name and Jehovah used 7,000 times in the Hebrew text in the Old Testament. Jews didn't... Have we gone there yet? No. <laughs> Jews didn't speak his name. They said Adonai... Adoniah, not Jehovah. And Jehovah is made up of three words with parts of the word taken. Yah, 
Y-E-H-O-V, from another word, an A-H, a Jehovah. The immutable, unchangeable God, and with whispered tones I would say his name. And we have people everywhere getting around using his name as a curse word. Do we know the holiness of God? People don't when they do that and, and use his name as a curse curse word how offended is he but he's still willing to forgive those people we might have been one of them that did that <clears throat> Jehovah Jesus one with the father in eternity past the Jehovah of the Old Testament Jesus of the new it <clears throat> written down here if we believe his name and I might have quoted this last week we will behave with his nature we will do what he's commanded us to do will be like Christ. The name is the power that enables us and love is the proof that ennobles us. I think I did. We did look at that last week. So, confidence of position in Christ, 23a, and our position is in Christ commences with faith and our position in Christ continues with love. The second part of verse 23 of 1 John 3 <clears throat> on the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment oh yeah we've looked at this no that doesn't, doesn't hurt have another another look the repetition is for emphasis to make us understand that we need to love him with all our soul and all our being all our might you know that's the that's the first commandment isn't it <laughs> that the Lord said we need to love him and just down in John chapter 4 verse 7 First John 4, 7, Beloved, let us love one another. Love is of God. Everyone that loveth is born of God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And so our position in Christ continues with love. If we don't continue in love, then, as according to the scripture, we're not saved. It's just, that's what it's saying there. You know, this is what we'll do if we are believing people. And John's Gospel, chapter 13, and verse 34 and 35 says, A new commandment I give unto you, as if referring to it, that ye love one another, as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye love one another. So let's continue in that love. And I've written down also Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 38 and 32. It says, And grieve not the Holy Ghost, by whom ye are sealed unto the day of redemption, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamour and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind to one another. Isn't that a song we sing? Be ye kind to one another. Here's a go. <laughs> Tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Say, be tender-hearted to Yeah, right. That's it. It was a chorus or a hymn. But yes, it will continue in love. It starts by faith. It continues in with love. And First Peter 1 speaks of that. And our position in Christ is contingent on obedience. If you go back to that verse 24, or the next verse, 1 John 3.24, And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him and he in him. So our position in Christ is contingent on obedience. This is the proof that we are saved, that Yep, you do obey. Keep these commandments. The present tense is used again to emphasise the continual dwelling in him. Keep is to guard, to hold, to observe, 
or pay attention to. And to dwell is to abide. Um, <clears throat> there's some that didn't abide, didn't continue. The likes in First Timothy is mentioned in chapter 1 and verse 19. Holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith. You know, you, we just talked about it earlier. Put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. Shipwrecks. The shipwreck coast. The shipwreck coast of Christians, of well, professing Christians. And we all can name people that have made shipwreck because they didn't continue in the faith. Um, read Hebrews on, on that one. Of whom are Hymenus and Alexandra, whom I have delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. I think the guys like we've, we're referring to Polycarp and Irenaeus and others around that followed after the apostles did what the apostles did and they named people that had gone off. And um, this is what Paul did here, two men that are named. How do you like your name in the Bible for making shipwreck of your life, making shipwreck of your faith? What a, what a thing for eternity to be remembered by. I pray that we're not in the, amongst those. In First Thessalonians 3, 5, it says, For this cause, when I could no longer forbear, Paul said, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter hath tempted you, and I labour is in vain. I'm wasting my time sending this letter to you. Am I wasting my time? <laughs> Am I wasting my breath preaching and teaching the word of God? I pray not that your faith and my faith is stable and sure and fixed and our position in Christ continues and is contingent on its obedience to the word of God. Don't make shipwreck. Don't let the tempter tempt, it, tempt you that your, our, the labour is in vain. Think think about, okay, if you're a Sunday school teacher, teaching little ones, is my labour in vain? <laughs> we don't know, do we? <laughs> we don't know whether that little one or the youth group or whoever, or at the camp, all up the camp. We've had thousands and thousands of children to the camp in, since it started Moama, the first one, with Pastor Grant. Until now, I don't know how many years that is. How old's Benella's 50? 52 years. Yeah, he, he had to camp the first year. So it's 52 years of camps with a minimum. Then there, Even in the early days, there was a close to 60 or more, just one week of camp there. Then it just grew from there. <coughs> Hundreds. Multiply that. Have they made shipwreck? Do they continue? Are they still walking in the faith? Yeah. How can we make the children get the point that this is serious, this is life, this is going to, this is where we're going to spend eternity or not as we continue and are contingent on, on, upon our obedience to follow the Lord in, in 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5, that can be further, and verse 3. <clears throat> Read there. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous. If they are burdensome or if they are grievous to us, maybe we're not saved. Right after I obey mum and dad. Because you love them. Because they, they're the ones God's put over you. Why do I have to obey God? Because he loves us and all he's done for us. And I'm one of his children. 
we need to obey and they're not burdensome they should be a joy to obey the commands of the Lord and we should if we don't obey should feel guilt we should feel guilty of not doing what he has bidden us to do 1st Peter chapter 1 and verse 14 that's 1st Timothy 1st Peter 1 and 14 we read there as obedient children not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. So how is it going in your obedience, in my obedience? Just listen to the verses that talk about Christians' obedience. This is making sure we are walking in the faith. John fourteen fifteen. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Acts five twenty nine. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. Isaiah one nineteen. If you are willing and well you might not know this one so well, obedient, you shall eat the good of the land to Israel. And so for Christians. And and the, I just read through reading through Samuel. First Samuel fifteen. Who's the old king that got into big trouble and Yep, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Forget all the sacrifices, forget about coming to church, obey, obey, and then you'll do those things willingly and with a great desire to be here and to worship the Lord and to fellowship with Christians. And uh, and Saul is a great example of what not to do. Even, he said, "But, but we've just kept them for sacrifices so that we might do something spiritual with these. The command was kill everything. You don't have to try to get out off the hook by saying I was doing spiritual work and I was planning to do sacrifice. Look at all the sheep we've got here, or goats, or whatever you had. All these we could kill, and the oxen for sacrifices. And would have they been acceptable to God? Absolutely not. Because there was disobedience behind it all. You know, we can disobedient, disobediently serve the Lord in, in, a, in a way if our heart's not right. John 6.46, Why do you all call me Lord, Lord? And do not the things which I command, which I say. Second Corinthians ten four to six. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every every high thing that exalted itself against the kingdom of God, and bringing to captivity every thought. This is where it's coming to the obedience of Christ. Actions come from what we think. Isn't that true? You, you don't do things without thinking. Well, sometimes we do. <laughs> you get into trouble. But uh, uh, control your thoughts. As a man thinketh, so is he, it says in Scripture. And um, <clears throat> to the obedience of Christ, bringing every thought into captivity, you, you start going off, stop. It's a conscious decision to not think about that which is wrong but think about that which is good dwell on that and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled that's got three times the obedience word is used there our position in christ is contingent on obedience and how close we draw to him and how close as it were he draws to us i know that he lives in us through his spirit and how much he can use us is dependent on our obedience 
Romans 1.5, by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. John 15.14, ye are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. And Second John verse 6 and Joshua 5.6, they in Israel who didn't obey, well, <clears throat> this is not a verse, but my rendition, this, they in Israel who didn't obey died in the wilderness. 40 years of death because they didn't obey. They just didn't follow Joshua and Caleb. And one more, Romans 5.19, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. You know, if we're saved, if we declare we're Christians, then we'll, our position will show it by our obedience to him. And last of all, in the last part of verse 24, the first John 3, he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him, we've just said, obedience, and he in him, so God the Lord in us and us in him. And by this we know that we, he abideth in us by the Spirit whom he hath given unto us. <clears throat> by the Spirit who speaks to your heart and soul. And it's in Romans there 8 and verse 14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but the received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. We know our position in Christ is confirmed by the Spirit speaking to our hearts. When we were children and we were going to go and do something wrong and you could hear mum or dad, no, <laughs> don't do it. They've told you before not to do that. Don't eat that. Don't go there. Don't. I remember once, us five kids, there was only five of us at the time, I think Denise was still a baby. We went down to the paddock into a hole where the sheep were dinging and the cows were horning and so it was a bit of a old rabbit hole. And on the way down, we picked up a heap of pine needles from under the pine trees and then my sisters had paper to roll it. And what were we going to do? roll it but smoke it <laughs> pine needles I mean I didn't I didn't get to try they were choking before I got there <laughs> but we, what do we think why were we down in a hole hiding over the ridge and, and down from the view of the house why were we down there guilt guilt <laughs> thou shalt not thou shalt Confirmed by the Spirit of God, and he said, no, 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 and he gets louder. And as we uh, endeavour to push on with our endeavour of sinfulness, he gets louder and louder. And he will not suffer us to be tempted above that which we are able, but will with the temptation provide our way of escape. Who through the Spirit of God, by the Word of God, by the Father's Word speaking to us. So it's confirmed by the Spirit. And we can be glad that he does that, then we know. <laughs> Okay, Lord, I know you're talking to me. I know I'm one of your children. I shouldn't be doing this. And turn around and, and obey, confess and obey. And you could look at all those verses in Romans. They that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. They that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. So do we mind the things of the spirit? We'll finish there as other verses. But <clears throat> Yep, our position in Christ. Confidence in our position in Christ. <clears throat> 